live. Welcome to IEQ Radio, the voice of the indoor air quality industry. Yes, the rules have changed. Yes, the rules have changed. Oh, they've changed big time today. Good day wherever you're listening from, and welcome to Indoor Air Quality Radio, IAQ Radio, for Friday, September 24th, 2010. This week, episode 180 comes to you from our new digs in Studio C in beautiful McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. My name is Joe Hughes, or Radio Joe, my ho- co-host the Z-Man, Cliff Zlotnick, is here with us. Good afternoon, Joe. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. We got a, a new, uh, new wingman at the controls. We have Austin Hello. Powers Novak Allow at the controls. Allow myself to introduce myself. My name is Austin Danger Powers. Danger is my middle name. All right. Good day, Austin. Good. Welcome to the show. Good to have you at the controls. Uh, today's segments will include the IAQ trivia question. An interview with Mr. Ed Light, certified industrial hygienist, our halftime, and of course our roundup with, uh, hopefully we'll see uh, Glenn Feldman or Dr. Wow come on, but we'll do the, wild, the roundup at the end of the show. We've been updating and adding a blog to the IAQ Radio website every week after the show. Check it out at iaqradio.com. I've also been adding a link to the blog on the announcements that go out every week. First, before we get started though, let's thank our sponsors. Indoor Environment Connections, the newspaper for the IAQ industry. Subscriptions and advertising information available at ieconnections.com. John Don Products, where restoration and abatement contractors shop at jondon.com. Clean Facts and Cleaning and Maintenance Management Magazine, your source for cleaning and maintenance news. Visit them at cleanfacts.com and cmmonline.com. Please be sure to thank our sponsors for their support of IEQ Radio when you inquire about their products and services. Okay, to contact the show, you can call 724-444-7444. Our show ID is 1547. You can also download the show by going to our website, iaqradio.com, and you can stream it directly from our website or hit the Go to the Show button and uh, download it at the TalkShoe website. Of course, you can also get us from iTunes. Don't forget we have those ABIH, Certification Maintenance Points, IICRC, Continuing Education Credits, and ACAC Renewal Credits. Just email me and request a quiz at joe.hughes at iaqtraining.com. I know I owe a couple of you uh, return emails on those. I'll get back to you on Monday. Last but not least, please visit the IAQ Training Institute website for the most current dates for the training you trust at iaqtraining.com. Let's turn it over to Cliff for today's IAQ radio, radio trivia question. Thanks, Joe. 
win a cool prize by outcompeting fellow IAQ Radio listeners and being the first person to correctly answer the IAQ Radio trivia question each week. Submitting your answer is easy. Email it to czlotnick at cs.com, or if you're listening live to the show, you can text it in on your computer. Congratulations. To Dave Spirito, Pure Clean Restoration Services in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for identifying Willis Carrier as the person credited with pioneering the psychrometric chart in 1904. Now for the IQ Radio trivia question for Friday, September 24th, 2010. Name the profession which uses strict and rigorous scientific methodology and often requires professional ex experience in determining the potential for hazard exposures or risk in workplace and environmental studies. Back to you, Joe. Okay, thank you, Cliff. Uh, all right, we're getting a little better sound level there. Just keep texting us there if you would, folks. We appreciate any help. We're in the new digs. It's uh, going to be a little uh, shaky starting out here today, but it's all good. We've got Ed Light with us today. Mr. Light has specialized in the indoor environment since uh, indoor environmental sciences since 1982 when he directed a pioneering IAQ program for the West Virginia Department of Health. He's a senior fellow of the American Industrial Hygiene Association, and he has published extensively. As a consultant with Building Dynamics, Inc., he's conducted over 1,000 indoor air quality investigations, including assessments of the White House, the South Pole Station, and Sing Sing Prison. In his other life, Ed is the lead singer and first chair banjoist with the all-new genetically altered jug band and author of There's a Fungus Among Us, along with other hit songs. Ed had uh, contacted us. He's been on the show before. We love having him on the show, and uh, he had contacted us to talk today a little bit about the industry approach to IAQ, mold, and green buildings, and whether or not they are science-based approaches. And before we get started, let's check out one of his uh, tunes. Let's see if we can get Ed on the line here. Let's unmute Ed. Hang on one second. Okay, Ed, do we have you on the line? Hello. Hello, Hello Ed. All right, we got you. Okay, we're uh, trying to figure out everything here at the new studio, but all's well so far. Thanks for joining us. Sure thing. Great. Uh, did you recognize that song? Oh, yes. That, that was our genetically altered version of the uh Stephen Colbert report theme song, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited. We have an application to uh, be the house band on the Capitol Mall at his Keep Fear Alive rally next month. I'm not sure they're going to let us in, but uh, <laughs> we, we like his program. It's pretty funny. Keep Fear Alive. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, some indoor air quality stuff here, Ed. You had uh, sent us an email. We appreciate that, and we wanted to uh, get you a chance to come on the show and, and talk a little bit about um, what we had titled 
Uh, is the industry approach to IAQ mold and green building science-based? And um, I, I guess first I'd like to ask you, what do you mean by science-based approach to IAQ mold and green buildings? Well, I can just talk about it from from my training and experience. Uh, uh, I have a background in industrial hygiene and public health, and for the past 30 years I've specialized in indoor environmental science, and in uh, looking at the basic uh, health engineering and hygiene uh, science, I find that a, a lot of uh, the commercial practice nowadays is uh, actually out of tune with this and uh, often actually misleading. Uh, so that's basically where I'm coming from and would welcome the opportunity to, to go into some details and uh, you know, look forward to uh, you know perhaps some disagreement and getting into a discussion on it. Excellent. We're we're trying to uh, facilitate that as well. So okay, you kind of gave us an overview of what the problem is. Uh, Cliff, maybe you could uh, ask the next follow up there. I don't know. What can you tell us about the odious aroma that spread across the house when the gargonzola cheese went off? <laughs> Well, uh, actually, that, that's uh, one of my uh, environmental songs, and it, it's, uh, it's actually a, a, an old uh, British music hall ballad goes back uh, many years, and it, it does actually make the point that indoor environmental uh, issues are nothing new, and uh, uh, actually what is new in the past 10 years is we, we have developed uh, an IAQ industry uh, to deal uh, with this, and uh, my question is whether uh, this is necessarily for the better. And I don't want to give away the answer on your, your trivia quiz, but uh, I would say that the answer is not completely black and white uh, as far as that profession uh, being science-based. So, uh, again, to be a, uh, perhaps uh, crossing the wires with some others in my profession, I'd be glad to talk about it. Well, Cliff, I think we got a correct answer, or close to a correct answer. You yeah. want to go ahead and let people yeah. know what we're talking about? There? Yeah, yeah, you can. We've it's already been answered, so go ahead, Ed. You can you can answer it and follow up if you want. Oh, I thought I just did. Okay. Well, I guess uh, somebody <laughs> had put typed in industrial hygienist, and I think that's what you were looking. for. I think for. industrial hygiene. We were looking for. Oh, you talking about the answer to your question? Yeah, right, oh, oh right. I really didn't didn't want to make the the process unfair so i i didn't give you the answer we already got a correct answer typed in so we're good on yeah that. we're good so you can talk <laughs> okay about it. oh all right well let's ask let's go move on a little bit now i i know that um you do a lot with indoor air quality problems and, and do indoor air quality problems you know affect our health you're an you know environmental science guy do they have effects on our health well uh Different than rumors to the contrary on the Internet, I firmly believe, and the research supports this, that it does affect health. And uh, my view, however, uh, is that uh, healthy occupants exposed to normal or typical IQ in the building generally don't have serious health problems. Uh, what I do frequently see in, in my practice, and we try to work with physicians uh, whenever possible, 
you know, recognizing the limitations. I can't diagnose people, and this is truly a multidisciplinary field when done properly. But what we do find is that sensitive individuals are very often affected, uh, although the uh, the health uh, symptoms in those cases are, are often temporary, not always. And uh, certainly worst-case episodes, the worst things that can go wrong with building conditions can be a general hazard, but those are pretty rare. Well, when we talk about indoor air quality issues, I mean, we, we talked about three separate areas, just indoor air quality in general, then mold, and then green buildings. Let's start with the indoor air quality in general. What are your primary concerns about how some industry practitioners approach indoor air quality issues? Uh, this is... Uh, a, a rather complex area. It doesn't, you know, necessarily need PhD training or be a rocket science scientist. But the uh, uh, the approach to understanding indoor air quality issues in buildings requires a uh, detailed assessment and understanding of the occupants and of the building operations. And uh, in looking for simplistic answers and getting into the commercial practice quickly and easily, there is a big emphasis on running tests of the air, tests of the surfaces uh, in response to IAQ complaints or requests to assess the air quality of the building for various reasons. And my number one concern is that uh, routine testing of the buildings does not take into account, uh, first of all, there is a normal background of all these contaminants. It's complex, variable, and it actually has not been defined uh, for uh, most indoor air pollutants. And second of all, when there truly are unusual and potentially potentially harmful conditions in the building, testing often does not detect this. Uh, and uh, this is at the heart of the, the failure and inaccuracy of many of the IQ investigations that I see. Okay. Well, that, that explains it well and let's let's take these one at a time we we talked briefly about indoor air quality in general what about mold is is mold in your opinion a hazardous material no it's not uh again it's 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 not good it's not acceptable mold growth is not acceptable in buildings mold spores as everybody should know are everywhere all outdoor and indoor environments have mold spores mold growth is uh, an indication of of damp moist conditions which are not good in buildings and on the health side they they clearly can uh, affect the health of sensitive individuals uh, my problem with uh, uh, mold response practice and uh, with many of the mold testers and particularly the mold labs that are, are so uh, you know quick to analyze samples and tell you what they mean 